Hello, and welcome to Need to Know, your weekly baking podcast covering everything from the hottest trends and entertainment in baking to trusted expertise on your favorite pastime. I'm your special guest co-host, Sarah Vita, on the search for the best croissant in LA and part of the Bigger Boulder Baking Team. And as always, I'm joined by professional chef, cookbook author, and creator of Bigger Boulder Baking, Gemma Stafford. Hi, Sarah. Hello. How I'm are back. You? You're back. I'm back. I'm good. Um, you were here last week. I was. Yeah. Yeah. And we um, we briefly we briefly mentioned what you what you do last week, but you've been on the part of the team for what did you tell me? Since oh my George gosh. was a baby. Yeah. So it's been basically two, two years. years. Yeah. yeah. I've been with Since Bigger Boulder Baking new. for two years. Yeah. And um, since the inception of the Bold Baking Academy now, essentially. So yeah, you can't get rid of me. Sorry. (laughs) And now you're on the podcast, (laughs) so I really can't get rid of you. (laughs) Here to stay. (laughs) Gina is back in uh, in next week, I think. She'll be back. I think so, yeah. Yeah. I think so too. She was was away on Paris. So jealous. Eating all the croissants she probably wanted. Yeah, we're not going to get into croissants again, just (laughs) FYI, in case you're trying to make a segue to croissants. (laughs) I'm not. I'm not. Okay. Um... Cool. So let's get started, I guess. Um, I'm going to talk about something I saw on my favorite platform ever, TikTok. Uh, not really. Um, Haley Bieber, formerly known as Haley uh, Baldwin. Oh, I was about to say Seinfeld. I almost forgot. I was about to say Seinfeld. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, no, I'm, I do know who she is. Because I feel like when you said you introduced her, like I didn't know who she was. I know exactly who she is. But um, I, for some reason, is is Seinfeld's wife named Haley. Uh, no. I don't even. I don't even. I don't know. A, he was like Haley Jerry Seinfeld? Seinfeld. Oh, are you thinking of Haley the Reinhardt, s- the singer? Haley Reinhardt. Oh, I okay. think we're getting. Yeah, I okay. think. I bet you that's what it is. Let's, do you think people are going to forget this conversation that I started? <laughs> <laughs> Go back to the part about the about uh, Haley Seinfeld or Haley, the other one, the other one, Haley Bieber. <laughs> okay. All right. So I um, saw on the internet that Haley Bieber, mm-hmm. also known as formerly known as Haley. Why can't I keep getting it? Haley, Justin Bieber's uh, wife. Justin Bieber's wife. Also Alec Baldwin's daughter. There we no, go. No, no, his niece. Oh my God, yeah, really? It's his brother's daughter. Wow. Alec Baldwin, no. I didn't. Because that would make he, that would make her, um, oh my gosh, what's her name? The, uh, uh, the, with the blonde hair. He's his ex-wife. Yeah, I don't know. That would make her his daughter. But she's too young for that. Anyway, Oops. Okay. Well, anyway, part of the part of the Baldwin slash Bieber family, Haley, <laughs> she recently shared on TikTok her go-to lunch, and it's called Pizza Toast. Sounds really good. Um, it's way more complicated than you think, or like fancy than you think. But I'm gonna tell you a little bit about it because you think like, oh, pizza toast, yeah, whatever. It's like, you know, bread with pizza stuff on top. But she's Haley Bieber, so it really like goes above and beyond. Um, so I'm going to tell you about her pizza toast because it sounds so bomb. Okay. Buttered sourdough. Mm-hmm. She made sure to tell us that it's buttered on both sides. Um, then she drizzles it with truffle oil and then she toasts it on a griddle. Then she adds tomato and then some burrata and then she bakes it, uh, with marinara sauce and adds oregano, chili flakes and Parmesan. I mean, this is like not like a five minute lunch situation, yeah. but, um, I don't know, truffle oil and burrata. I am like all about it. That sounds legit. And I have to say, um, I do now like tomato and truffle. 
Oh, you didn't before? No, not, not that I didn't, but I never had it before. Oh. Um, but there's, you know, the brand Truff, they do these uh, truffle flavored sauces. Oh. One of theirs is, um, uh, oh, they do a few tomato sauces and they're so good. You, you've used that on like your pasta recipes before, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that looks yummy. But no, that does sound good. It sounds really good. Yeah. Apparently, I don't know, maybe she's going to make a cookbook. She's been sharing lots of like recipes on TikTok lately. You I know. have to say though, I, 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 I love a piece of like kind of greasy fatty bread, but I don't mm-hmm. know if I'd be able to butter it on both sides. Ooh, I think a- I could do it. Really? Yeah. It's a lot of butter. It's a lot of butter. <laughs> Plus the burrata, which is like butter cheese. Yeah. Burrata is my favorite cheese. Oh, yum. And then Parmesan on top. Oh my God, I forgot. Yeah. And Parmesan. It's very rich. Not for every day. No. Maybe. For special occasions. Yeah. For special occasions. Okay. Next thing I wanted to tell you about. So I don't know if you knew this, but I'm like a humongous Gilmore Girls fan. No, I didn't know that. Yeah. I grew up watching it with my mom. I was like about the same age as Rory was on the show when it showed when it started and then my mom was not 32 because she didn't have me at 16 like she does in the show. But anyways, it's a very mother-daughtery show. We used to watch it together. Big huge fan. Still love it to this day. So, someone made this is also on TikTok. We're sticking with TikTok right now. Um these coffee cake cookies inspired by the coffee cake from Luke Steiner on Gilmore Girls. Have you seen Gilmore Girls? Have I seen an episode? I'm sure I have. I'm sure you I didn't have. I didn't watch it religiously. No, it just didn't okay. interest me. I loved it. Honestly, I'm a big huge fan and I don't remember the coffee cake from Luke Steiner being particularly like mm-hmm. special, so I'm not sure what the deal is there, but either way, the most important thing is the fact that we're talking about like coffee cake cookies. Cuz they sound oh, pretty I, good. I didn't get that. Coffee cake cookies. Coffee cake cookies. So it's okay. basically like um a cakey cookie. With some streusel mm-hmm. and then some and then like frosting. icing. Yeah, some frosting. That sounds good. We I did something good. like that here recently. Can we talk about it or no? We can because we can. Um, but it's not released yet. We made cinnamon roll cookies. I was thinking that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we they were amazing and they looked like a cinnamon roll and then we drizzled them with cream cheese glaze. Mm, yummy. That sounds so good. Delicious. So it sounds like there's like a lot of breakfasty pastry like things that are being transformed into cookies yeah that sounds cinnamon good. roll cookies i feel like you have a great coffee cake recipe you could probably make coffee cake cookies yeah 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 i wonder <laughs> i'm just trying to think <laughs> You're like i don't my know my brain is working no i'm i'm trying to think yeah what else would i like as a cookie what about like i guess this already exists i was gonna say like i love lemon loaf you know like a loaf cake with the icing yeah lemon loaf cookies but i guess that's just like a lemon cookie with icing not sure. <laughs> I don't know. Like an icebox cookie or something. Like, you know, those, they're called like, they have like lime meltaways and lemon icebox cookies. I don't know. It's kind of like a shortbready cookie. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. I think we're just arguing for like more, bre- more desserts for breakfast, really. So wait a second now. The person, so they made a video of this on TikTok yep. making the things. It was this um, account called The Palatable Life. Have you mm-hmm. heard of them? No. I hadn't either. But Yeah. They did it on TikTok and they look really cool and yummy. So. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. I think you could try it. Yeah. I don't uh, find myself on TikTok very TikTok very often. I know. But you can make your own coffee cake cookies and I bet they'd be really good. Oh, thank you, Like Sarah. thinking about like, I feel like the thing about coffee cake is it's soft, kind of like crumbly texture. Yeah. Which does make it different from like other breakfast loafy things. Like lemon loaf is more light and fluffy. Coffee cake has that streusel like crumbly texture, which I feel like 
would give it, you know, be good for a cookie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Just <laughs> like, sure. Okay. Next thing I wanted to ask you about, um, I was reading online about someone had a tip, a baking tip for chopping sticky things, like oh, chopping sticky ingredients. Yeah. What's their so tip? should we tell you first and then I'll see if you have one of your own. Is this also a TikTok thing? No, this isn't. Okay. We're moving Sounds away. Like it is. It's, it's not. Okay. Lay it on I me. Swear. So this um, article was talking about if you're chopping things like dried fruit or candied fruit can or something. Can I say something? Can I, can I guess what I think it is? Yeah. Do it. Oiling your knife. Interesting. This is not what they did, but I would be interested to see if that works. Okay. Have you tried that? Yes. I think we used to do that in kitchens. That makes sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not talking about dipping it in oil, like a tiny bit of oil, a flavorless mm-hmm. oil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want another guess? Um, I'm going to say water. Okay, no. No? Mm -mm. Mm-mm. No. Do you know what, though? I'm excited (laughs) for you to tell me because I have a feeling I've seen this before, like online somewhere. Okay. So this person takes, this is assuming there's sugar in your recipe, takes a little bit of granulated sugar and sprinkles it on the knife or on there and like... Yeah. Chops through it with that. That's a good idea. Yeah, that is a good idea. I don't quite understand how that works. I think I'd have to see it in... Oh, okay. Interesting. It's like, um, I'm just trying to think now, what did my mom used to? Oh yeah. So when my mom used to um, smash garlic, you know, mm-hmm. the way you would get the skin off the garlic and then you would kind of hit it with the heel of the knife. Yep. Um, my mom would always sprinkle salt on the surface mm. and, and then you would like really finely chop or like drag your knife into the garlic to kind of really like make it like smear. Oh, um, yeah. My mom would always put salt down first to get the garlic to stick to the surface while she was doing it. Um, and you know, it was so weird. I, that literally just came like a flashback to me. Wow. Um, she, said, she did that like all my life. I remember the, the house we grew up in, she used to do that all the time. And I think it's just an old school chef thing. Yeah. And uh, I... I don't do that anymore. I have never even thought about it until this very minute, but it's, it's traction, but cool. it, it's, it's, that's a, that is a very smart tip. I like that. Cool. I'll have to, we'll have to try the oil thing too. Cause I haven't tried either of those. I think, so. yeah, I, I, maybe I just, I think it would work, but yeah, mm-hmm. I like the sugar one's a good idea, especially yeah. if you have already, if you have, if you're using the sugar from your recipe. Cool. Um, okay. Actually, I have another question about that. This kind of like made me think about, you know, when you chop onions and it makes you cry, mm-hmm. I have like extremely sensitive eyes. So if I even chop like, um, a tiny onion or what are those things called that look like S- a shallot? A sh- yeah. A shallot. Shallot. <laughs> <laughs> um, I still cry. Like my eyes are just like, Wah! it's horrible. Um, but I read that it's like the, whatever makes you cry, it's like attracted to moisture. And your eyeballs are moist, obviously. Mm-hmm. So to try putting the uh, knife in water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what and I, that does. Yeah, it yeah. does work. I don't know if that's why, but. Um, you know, an old, uh, this is my mom as well. Oh my gosh. An old wives tale. Well, I suppose it's not an old, old wives tale if it's true, right? Is I mean. It uh, works. Run. So you're chopping your onion and mm-hmm. your eyes are getting sore. Put down your knife, run your hands under running water and uh, dry them, get back to chopping your knife. And it, uh, it helps a lot. So washing your hands, then drying them. So they're like a little. Yeah, no, it's not, it's not the drying. It's just the, the rinsing of your hand. Runs your hands oh. under water and uh, it just really helps. Okay, cool. Yeah, because it's rough. Like that's my least favorite. If someone, if we're doing like a factory line, you know, in the kitchen and everyone gets a job, like don't give me the onions because no, can't that, be wearing mascara. It's not good. No. 
No. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. That's not good I'll either. crush the garlic. I'll do anything else, but I just, oh, the onions in me, not friends. Okay. Um, next thing that I wanted to share with you, the takeout did a, um, like a report, if you will, on what they decided was the most important kitchen gadget. Like what? the number one thing oh, that you okay. need to have. What's the, what's the takeout? Should I know what that is? Um, it's like a cool, I don't know, a website kind of like Eater LA sort of, you mm. know, they have, you no, know. I've never heard of it. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Okay. Um, so should I, this, this is a fun game like we did with the sugar thing. Like, should I tell you what they think it is or should I ask no. you what yours is? Well, first? ask me, let me, um, I'm going to tell you what mine is. What's yours? So the question is, what is the best kitchen gadget? Yeah. Um, like you're, you can't My live without one, it. I can't uh, on a daily basis. I've got three things that on a daily basis I use. And if I'm cooking or baking or whatever it is, I use these three things. A scissors. Scissors. Or that's not, you don't say a scissors. Is that correct English? Um, scissors. A pair of scissors. A pair of, but it's only one. I know. It's like pants. Oh yeah. I get you. <laughs> um, a pair of scissors, a, a pair of, oh, here we go again. A pair of tongs. Okay. That's right. Yeah tongs <laughs> <laughs> it's getting late in the day for us <laughs> sorry um yeah no always always for cooking I just used them there today we were making beignets getting them ready oh, for the yeah. academy and uh, I use tongs I use them all the time uh, mm. for my pasta for mm-hmm. no matter what it is I'm always constantly using thongs and um, tongs tongs sorry <laughs> <laughs> and then a the last one is a ruler oh yeah what do you do with that everything so uh, for instance, today, no, I, I did think like you needed to measure stuff. Yes, you do. But it's not just like you need like, like a straight edge kind a, of. Well, it's not even that. It's that like I say use a nine inch pan or, you mm. know, I think that one of like which one of my 10 cheesecakes pan cheesecake pans is an eight inch pan. You have so 10 cheesecake pans? I've got loads of cheesecake pans. Oh, my God. Um, So I, t- I take out my ruler and I check. So for measuring pans for measuring the width and length of doughs, mm-hmm. for measuring the thickness of doughs, because this is all really important. That's true, that's true. When you're doing um, dough making, that, you know, making cinnamon rolls, making morning buns. Uh, yeah, they're always know, like, roll out to one, eight, one yeah. eighth inch thickness or whatever. Just like I was doing the beignets today, we did, um, we you get the, you have to roll it out into a rectangle to get it the right shape and, sorry, size, and length and width and right thickness and then you're going to get the same amount of and do and then cut them two and a half inches around and then you're going to get the same amount of beignets that I did but you're also going to get the exact same thickness so Mm. this is why it's like you you like it's really important when it comes to baking like a ruler is so important go to the dollar store um, or is in Ireland we call them pound shops, and <laughs> which a pound hasn't been a currency in Ireland and I couldn't even tell you when. But um, are they on the euro? Yeah. Okay. But um, the uh, a ruler, get a ruler, and I use it every single day. Even today, when we were cooking the beignets, I'm going back to beignets, that um, I had to measure how deep the oil was in the pan. My my ruler is metal, so I just stuck it in there. Oh, look at that! You know, that's like I have scissors, I have tongs. I don't have a ruler. I need to get a ruler. They're just so useful. Yeah. For baking especially, but then also just to have in your kitchen. Totally. Um, those are my three kitchen tools. Mm-hmm. Those are good. I and, like that yeah. list. They're just really, um, gosh, what's the word? Practical. Yeah. That's what they should be. Yeah. yeah. And you use them every single, if they weren't there, I have kitchen scissors also. Like I realize, um, 
like I have scissors for me for cutting in the kitchen and I've got scissors upstairs. I've got scissors all around the house. Yeah. You need different scissors for different things. I don't know if it's like a mom thing, but like <laughs> when you get a little bit older, you all, you do need scissors. I think my mom things. does have quite a few pairs of scissors. Yeah, they do. It's a thing that happens. Yeah, I only, have, I only have one. My have mom, scissors. when we were growing up, we, she used to have a, uh, what you, um, a sewing machine. Mm-hmm. And if you're looking for scissors, they were in that drawer but they were only for fabric. Right. My and mom then, has some of those yeah, too. Yeah, you're not allowed to use them for anything else. Because those are like the heavy ones. Yeah. And heaven forbid, if she found you using them, um, like you'd get in big trouble. <laughs> and she also had these serrated ones, which were for fabric. And like... Do you, oh yeah, my mom has those too. Yeah, it's so bizarre. It's really weird. But yeah, like it's were, so that the fabric doesn't like um, fray. Oh, really? I think. Is that why? Yeah, I think that's... She, oh, they're called pinking shears. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure that's what it yeah, is. Yeah, she had those as well. But yeah, like so... Uh, a, it's her scissors dotted all around my house. That's so funny. I need to get, I have one pair of scissors, so I'm okay. Okay, well, let me tell you what this person, this establishment thinks is their um, most important kitchen gadget. And we recently talked about this, I think, on it's either a podcast episode or just on the BBB team, um, but was a kitchen scale. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Super important one. So important. I know. And I recently, honestly, only just got a kitchen scale like two years ago. And I feel like it's changed my life, especially in baking. Um, Georgie is oh, coming George in Oh, George is back. <laughs> George is ready to join the show. We're going to have to let him come in, say hi, and then he's going to go, it's bath time. <laughs> oh, that's right. Okay. He has, he has taken, he has a soft spot for Sarah, so it might take him, <laughs> he might linger a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. So where are we, Sarah? Kitchen scales. Kitchen scales. Yeah. So, I mean, I, it's hard to pick just like one thing that I think is the most important in the kitchen, obviously, for baking. But you were recently telling us about um, at Bigger Boulder Baking, like how important it is to have one, especially when you're developing recipes and like creating mm-hmm. recipes from scratch and and things like that and testing. So, you know, I think I know in like in the in the UK, people cook by grams more often than we yeah. do here in the US. But why is it more why is it important to like weigh your ingredients versus, you know, measuring so, them and stuff? Because so so um I, I grew so I grew up on grams and ounces. Working in kitchens, you you do uh, either grams or ounces, and the reason is because it's more accurate. Well, in Europe, we don't have cups, right? So um, when I was young and I had a, um, a recipe from America, I had literally <laughs> no idea what a cup was. Wow. None. I'd say now you can buy cups in Ireland, but um, I just I didn't understand like what what was a cup. So. I used to just get a coffee mug and put all my ingredients in the coffee mug. But And so was born the Gemma's mug meals. Yeah, yeah. That's how it happened. But um the so grams and ounces in professional kitchens. In professional kitchens, you would do um, it because it number one, it is more accurate. Yeah. So working in pastry, we always did it. Number two, it's much, much faster. So what you do is you get a scale. Um, you know, it can be digital or it can mm-hmm. be digital is, it's easier to read. Right. It's and not that it's like more accurate. It's easier to read. Yeah. Does. So it's just, you, you can tear it. Mm-hmm. So, um, I use a, a, digital one and you put your bowl on, you put in your flour, then you take, you, you weigh that and then you tear it, which means to get rid of that number, go back to zero and then measure again, your like 500 grams of sugar or whatever it is. And then you can keep on adding in the ingredients into that one bowl, saving you wash up and yeah. it's so much That's faster. So nice. And then it's, it's more accurate. And uh, for baking, 
especially this is it's it's really it's important you know um to get especially when bread making doing pastry things like that to get that exact number is important now if you don't have scales Mm -hmm. I have used cups for many years living in the United States I don't think I've ever had an issue I have had different results uh because I do find that not every website and blog out there has the correct conversion. They sometimes they will give oh, you grams yeah. and ounces, which um, but they don't have the correct conversions because it's not something that they just put it in there because maybe they Googled a chart online. Right, so right. it's not the right weight. So stuff can be really, really off out there. Oof. So what we have on Bigger Boulder Baking is my own weight chart, which I, I remember very clearly the day that I stood in my kitchen in Santa Monica and I literally went through every ingredient, Whoa. weighed them over and over and over again to get the weight of a cup of, of raisins, of flour, of bread flour, of cake flour, of sugar, of uh, powdered sugar, of cocoa powder, of everything. And, um, that's dedication. Yeah. It was just, it was, people were asking us and I wanted course, to make sure yeah. that I was accurate and, and our recipes have to be in cups, grams and ounces. Because we've to got be. a global audience. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I don't want like, you know, the same thing that happened to me is like, you know, somebody in Ireland finds my recipe and they're like, wait a second, I can't right. make this. And then. So it, I have a question. Yeah. Does like every household then in the UK, like have a kitchen scale? UK and Ireland. Yeah. Um, Yes. Oh. oh, yeah. If you, if you cook a bacon stuff, yeah. You, yeah. You, you have kitchen skills. You don't have cups. Hmm. I would say, though, now you can buy cups in Ireland, mm-hmm. maybe. But we don't, we do not have cups in our measurements for recipes. Right, no, right. we absolutely don't. So when I publish recipes in uh, magazines and papers in Ireland, I always have to take out the cups. And then when I publish them here in the US, I have to take out the grams and ounces. Mm-hmm. And then I have to be very careful of words like, um, like like foil, like aluminum foil. And I have to be, you know, of the different things that I don't realize that I say. Yeah. Um, which is just not terminology that's used here. Mm-hmm. Or maybe now it is something that I use here that doesn't make sense over in Ireland. Right, right. <laughs> so I here. kind of, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of between two worlds. But you don't have to have um, a weighing scales. Cups still are. The reason why cups are not as accurate is... um is because people fill them differently. Mm-hmm. And there is, I'm, gonna, I'm using air quotes right now, you can't see me, but there's <laughs> a right way and a wrong way to do it. I don't really feel that way because technically I think I do it the wrong way. I scoop like mm-hmm. my cup into my flour and I level uh-huh. it. Where, oh, I do you know, that too. King Arthur and like a lot of other websites out there say the correct, correct thing to do is to scoop into your cup, like to spoon into oh. your cup and then level. Whereas the way I'm doing it is kind of packing in more flour. Mm. Um, I have never, I feel like I've never had an issue. Yeah. And those differences are very, very minor. It's not like two ounces. Packing the flour in like brown sugar or something. Yeah. That's how I've always done it too. So that's why there is, that's why a scales is technically more accurate. Right. Because you're getting right on the button. Whereas there is a little bit of, uh, there's degrees of, uh, Variation? Very, very, yeah, excuse me. Yeah, degrees of variation when you're using cups. Mm-hmm. But, you know, will it throw it off completely? Like, you know, no, it shouldn't. Um, I will say that I'm talking a lot about digital scales. It's because <laughs> I really love mine and I should have mentioned it in my tools and I didn't. Um, a few years ago when I had my catering business and I had like zero money, 
a girlfriend of mine gave me a $50 voucher for William Sonoma. Mm, I won't and get you far. No, it didn't. <laughs> well, actually, to be fair, it, it, I, it, I had to be careful about what I picked. Yeah. So I went in, I searched the whole store and I got myself an OXO digital scale. Nice. This is when I was doing yeah, my I've catering. Talk about yeah, that I was one. doing my catering and I was able to get, um, I was doing so much baking and at, at a, uh, oh my gosh, at like large scale. Okay. So I got my digital scale and it, I've had it now, I don't know, like 13 years. Wow. It's still going. Uh, I absolutely love it. It runs out of batteries a lot because we use it a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, the thing about it is, and you notice on the Academy, I when we did our bread mm-hmm. course in January, um, and when we're doing the, the breakfast pastries in March, mm-hmm. That uh, I say, you know, it's, you know, if you have a a scale, they're really helpful. You do not need to get a $50 scale like I have. You can get them on Amazon. Um, I'm thinking like Good Food has them. Sorry, sorry, excuse me. Good Cook has them. Yeah. Um, Is it salty or something? Like there's these very, just like. um, I don't know that one. Kitchen brands that are like inexpensive. I forget uh, what mine mine yeah. is, but it's not. It wasn't super expensive. Get the twenty dollars. Yeah, $20. $20. $20. It will save you a lot of time and uh, it'll just get you more accurate. But for yeah. me, it's time saving. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah, I like when you can just add things into the same bowl and, you know, tear yeah, it. It's like, washing. oh, this is great. So why didn't, we, why didn't we always do this? I know. Well, there's a couple of other honorable mentions on the list that I wanted to ask you about, too, um, in terms of important gadgets, because they were all different than things you said. Okay. First one I'm already like a little schmeh about, but they were talking about a cookie scoop, which is essentially like an ice cream scoop. You know, the ones with a little like mm-hmm. squishy thing. Um, it's not squishy. I don't know why I said that, but I've lit, I think I've heard you talk about how you just use like a spoon. A cookie scoop does seem a little bit like one of those tools that's cool, but like, is it necessary? I don't know. So let me tell you about the cookie scoop and my opinion of a cookie scoop. <laughs> Ami, I always have an opinion. Am I like a grumpy old, grumpy old no. person? <laughs> we just like to talk about things we know will provoke you. Um, that's, that is very true. You do a good job of that. So um, Ami, who works with me, is um, she always uses a cookie scoop. Oh. And she would bring hers to the house. And I was, I always thought it was, so it's a tool that does one job. Right. It scoops cookies. Yeah. And I don't like tools like that. Right. I need them to do multiple things because I don't have room in my drawers for a utensil that does one thing. Mm-hmm. And I mix cookies once every few weeks. Mm-hmm. So that's just not good enough. So um, I used to do them with a table. I have a nice tablespoon and I used to do them with that. But then what happened was. Mommy came one day and she had a really good cookie scoop. Uh oh. And it turns out that the ones that I had, because people, uh, companies had sent me them, were just useless. You know, the spring, it, it, the, yeah. the, the scoopy round bit, it springs out. Oh. And then every time you try and get out your cookie dough, you're like clicking, 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 and oh it won't God. come out, you know, that kind of a way. So they were cheap ones. Mm-hmm. And I think she had an OXO one or something. And when we were scooping cookie dough, she literally went boom, 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 Whoa. boom, boom, boom. And we had like loads of cookies to do. And I was like, oh, this you're like, is uh-oh, why she I'm loves so cookie scoops. This <laughs> yeah. is why. She's a cookie baking machine. It was crazy. Um, so I always said that I wasn't a fan. I thought it was kind of stupid to have them do <laughs> one. Because what else? They don't scoop. Ice you cream. can they they can yeah. scoop ice cream, but you get for 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 me personally mm-hmm. with for food photography, you don't. That's not what we would use. It makes for like photos. a funky like pattern on it or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we would need to be able to scoop um with with an open scoop. Right, right, right. So, 
But and now I'm a big fan of the cookie scoop and I have an OXO Uh-oh, one in one. my Yeah, I do. Um <laughs> do I use it? No very often, no, but when I need it, it's super helpful. Cool. Okay. Yeah, there you so go. You're on, you're on board now. That's fun. Um the three other things were flexible spatula, a thermometer, and aprons. I never wear an apron. I know. Except I was, for the academy. What we were going to ask you, actually, Brian from our team made sure to add that add that on there. He was like, does Gemma ever wear an apron? And I was like, I don't think so, except for when she's doing the academy. No, but look at me right now. You look fabulous. What? Oh, spotless. What did I just make? I made monkey bread. Yeah. And that's a rolled dough with flour and everything. And there's not a drop of flour on me. <laughs> Unlike me, I like was eating some of the beignet that Gemma made earlier today. And as I go in to bite the beignet, I'm like being very careful about, you know, bending over the plate and putting it far away from my mouth. And I still like exhaled when I bit into it and got You inhaled. Oh, you exhaled. I I exhaled, but I still somehow got powdered sugar on my shirt. I don't Mm -hmm. know how I did it. That's why my Instagram is called LA Messy Chef. Because oh. I'm, I'm the messy chef. I thought you were I am dork on Instagram. What? Who is that? Are you serious? I follow somebody that's I am dork. I always thought it was you. Oh my God. I have no idea who that is. It's not me. I always thought it was you. <laughs> who is that? I, I am dork or I am a dork or something. That's not no? me, Gemma. Oh no. <laughs> I better unfollow this person. I'm offended. Um, <laughs> so I don't, I, back to that, I don't use, um, I don't use aprons, an apron, yeah. except for the Academy. Right. And they look nice. And it is nice. And it's nice to wear when it's And I will official. say like, yeah, when I wear an apron, which is also rare, it is so nice to just like be able have to be able to wipe your hands on it, you know? But that's not what aprons are for, Sarah. What? You don't wipe your hands on your apron. Oh, what are you supposed to wipe your hands on? It ke- it's from keeping your clothes clean. Right. Like your clothes. Um, I've seen people wipe knives in them. Not, okay. Excuse me, knives in right. them. Right. I've seen that too. Um, yeah. I've seen, oh, I'm, I'm glad Gina's not here because I'm sure she would have something to say about this. <laughs> um, but that, yeah, no, it's, it's only, don't wipe your, it's don't tempting. Your it's very tempting to wipe okay. your hands well, in Well, I do it all the time. So, oops. Do you know what I do? That's a really bad habit. I wipe when I'm, I've started using kitchen towels mm-hmm. to like wipe down the counter. My night, like my ruler is dirty when I was like making something and I'll wipe it. I won't, I won't even bother washing it, washing off what was on it. I'll just wipe it in my tea towel. Is that a really bad habit? <laughs> I don't know. It is. You're asking the messy chef over No, Zach, can you edit that out? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I was actually just thinking about the Instagram thing still and like dying that, that you thought I was this other person. I'm trying to find her now. <laughs> Okay, let's move on to Stump Gemma. Okay. This one's actually a little more Stumpy Gemma-y. Versus- I already am stumped. I've got to find out who this chick is. Okay, this is a simple game. Okay. Fruit or vegetable? Okay, ready? Yeah. Avocado. Vegetable. It's a fruit, isn't it? Trick question. It's a single seed berry. Okay. Um, Olive. Olives. It's a, it's a, it's a, um, it grows off a, a tree. It does grow off a tree. Yeah. Is it a berry? It's a stone fruit. Stone fruit. It's a stone no! fruit, like a peach or oh something. Oh my gosh. How Isn't did that we fun? not know that? I know. I didn't know that either. That's that, really that was really fun. I picked fun things. Um, corn. That's a sweet. Yep. So that makes it a fruit. Yeah. This, this website said dried fruit. This one you're totally going to know. I know you will. But some people, everyone gets confused about this one. Rhubarb. That's a, it's a weed. 
It's a oh, vegetable. Oh, God. It's a vegetable. <laughs> it is a vegetable. Yeah. It's a weed. Tell me how you really feel about rhubarb. No, no, no. I love rhubarb. Uh, me too. But it's, um, but it grows like, uh, it's. Oh God, it's it, like a, it's a pest? No, well, it, it can be. In Ireland, they grow it. Like they grow it. Like these always grow in our garden. Oh yeah. And um, I remember one year by accident, the it got dug up in our garden and then put on the compost heap. And next thing you know, I remember being down, we had, we had horse stables. I remember mm-hmm. being down in the stables and coming across the rhubarb and it had started, this is kind of gross actually. <laughs> it had started to grow again in the compost heap. Well, that's where it all happens. But you it's see, fertilizer. it's a little bit like their rhubarb is, the leaves on them are kind of um, prehistoric. Like, oh, Yeah, cool. they're very, they're, it's like the one you see around like a pond or something. Like they're thick, they're big. They're kind of a little bit spiky. Like, I rhubarb love rhubarb. Is, rhubarb is cool. I love rhubarb too. Rhubarb, rhubarb pie. Yum. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's all we have time for. Um, thank you. Those are. Did, would you give me questions? Um, I didn't. I don't know if we have time. For okay, questions. we don't. Unfortunately, we don't have time. Why don't we? Um, we'll use those. We'll save them until next week. Yeah, we have. We have some questions that we can ask. We can save them for Gina, mm-hmm. and she can ask you all the fun questions from the fans. Um, but it's been really fun being here. I like coming and doing the podcast. So, have me whenever, whenever you want. Okay, or not. That's okay. Oh, next time Gina's in Paris or Italy <laughs> or Spain or somewhere cool. No, it was lovely to talk to you. Thank yeah, you very much. It was really fun. So. Um, Thanks, everybody. See you next week. Thank you, everybody. And we'll talk to you soon.